Shalom Abrachor of the Mesaches Kedushin Dav Yonechaz. Today's Dav discusses the Arusha of a Ger, the differences between an Omer Avriya and an Eved Ivri, uh, whether they're able to be sold twice, at what point, and how much of a marriage is Yud. Is it a Rusin or a Nisuin? We pick up where we said in the Mishnah that some uh, an Eved who got his ear pierced or was sold to an Eved Kechavim, he is not Yarushin by a by his master's son or daughter. What's the Makar? The Gemara says, we know that Nirza is not Yarushin because the Pasuk says, Varatza Adoi Noves Oznoi Bamartea Vavadoi Leilam. Once he pierces his ears, he is his slave forever, excluding his son or daughter's slave. And if he's sold to an Evid Oivid Kechavim, we know that he's not Yarushin because Chizkiah says from the Pasuk, Vechishav Im. He's with his the one who bought him, not with the Yarshim of the one who bought him. Now Rava tells us halacha, this is Dvar Taira, that a non-Jew Yarshins has halachas of Yerusha from his father. And Rava's makar is from the pasuk of Echishav im Kanehu. Since it doesn't say im Yarshim Kanehu, we know that a guy does have Yarshim when it comes to a ger. Yarushining from a guy to his father, his biological father, Minhatayra, there's no Yerusha, he's not related to him. Midirabonan, he can. The Mishnah says, a ger and a guy Yarushin from their father, a guy and a ger who are biological brothers who are Yarushining together from their father. So the ger tells the guy, you take all the Avoid Dezara stuff, I'll take the cash that wasn't involved in Avoid Dezara. You take the Ainasach, I'll take the fruits. However, once the ger owns the uh, Osir materials, then it's Osir. Then it was Avodah uh, stuff owned by a Jew. Ah, if the whole thing is all the Raisa, even if it doesn't come into his Rishos, physically, if the Raisa, he Yarshaned it, he just got it'll be Osir, even if he doesn't take it. So my. The whole Yerusha of a ger from a guy is Midirabonon. Midirabonon made a gzera. We don't want the ger to revert back to his old ways. So we let him get, you know, if his father was a billionaire and he got nothing, that might make him backslide. We also have a b'raisa that says, these halachas only apply when he's yarshining, not when it's a shutfus. There he's getting hanah from Avaydazara. Gerna and a goy yarshining each other, that's only made their abundant. The, the Mishnah of Brisa tells us that if someone lend, uh, borrows money from a ger before his megayer, then he and his children are megayer. He doesn't return the money that he borrowed to his sons, who technically are not his sons anymore, halachically. If he does, he didn't just do some wonderful thing. Ein he did not need to do this. They're not going to give him a yasher koichacho. Ah, uh, we have another verse that says that the rochachomim is noichahemenu. It depends on the situation. Was the was his child conceived and born not Jewish, or was he conceived not Jewish but was born Jewish? If he was born Jewish, born bekedusha, then he has the din of a full Yisrael. You know, the inception was before the Geras. But if Chiyabar Ovin 
has a totally different pasuk, a different makar than Rava, t- teaching us that a ger, uh, that a goy yarshin from his father. He says the pasuk is ki Yerusha le'esov nasate is harseir. The Gemara says, "Whoa, you're getting you're getting this from Esav. Esav was a Jew. He was just a mummer. Maybe that's different." The Gemara says, "So Rechiv uh, Aravin says, okay, rather from the pasuk he lived in a light nasati as or Yerusha." Why? Well, why does Rechiv Aravin feel the need to come up with a new pasuk? What's wrong with Ravas? Well, from the fact that this says Vechishav im koineyu and not im yorushe koineyu, who says that that's a valid drasha? It tells me that he has Yerushim. Ravah doesn't like Rav Chibarovin's Pasuk. Because maybe any relative of Avram has a special Yerusha. Can't bring a Raya from Esau or even Lloyd for that matter. Next in our Mishnah we had said that there are certain things that only Avodim have and certain things that only an Oma Evriya has. Eved goes out after his six years, after his master dies, uh, after Yoival. Which would not apply by an Amevriya. But an Amevriya, on the other hand, she goes out with her Simonim, Simonim Naros. She cannot be resold. She can be probably redeemed against the master's will, well, against someone's will. And these halachas would not apply by an Evid Ivri. So we go through every single one of these special halachas. Tell me that these halachas by the Eved Ivri don't apply with Oma Ivriya. We learned that the Oma Ivriya has one thing more than the Eved Ivri, and that she has her Simonim, but Tmashma, that they share the other three. Rav Sheshis answers, that was only talking about where, we're talking about where she actually had a quasi-marriage to her master. That's when she's not going to go out with Yoival. The Gemara says, well, of course not. She needs a get to go out. No, I might think that she still can go out with all the other Yitzhiyos even after she has this quasi-marriage, Gamash Malon, then no, she needs a full get. Ah, so why would she go out with her Simonim? She needs a get. No, that that Allah about Simonim is only if she didn't do Yud. She wasn't married. Now, when we say that she can't be sold a second time, it's that an Eved Ivri can be sold twice. The problem is that the Brysa tells, learns from the Pasuk of Bignei Vasai, Eved Ivri is sold for stealing. That means that that's only if he couldn't pay back the actual amount that he sold, not the Kefel. Not for being an aid Zoymeim. And we also learn now that once he is sold, he cannot be sold again. You see that it applies by an Eved as well, not just an Amar Rava answers. It depends how many times he stole, once or twice. If he sold, stole twice, then he can be sold twice. Abai says, hold on, Rava. When it says big soy, it sounds like the Pasuk is referring to many Genevois. So rather, Abai says if he stole from two separate people, then he could have two separate sales for the two people that he stole from. Not the multiple thefts itself. Next, the Gemara learns that if the Eved steals, well, before he's an Eved, he stole a thousand dollars, but he's only worth five hundred as an Eved. You sell him twice. If he stole five hundred and he's worth a thousand, then he's not sold at all. But the Ezer says, 
the only time you're going to sell him is if he's worth exactly how much he's, he stole. And Rava says that really has a good taina against the Abanan because why did they say that if he's worth more than he stole, right? he's worth 1000 and he stole 500 that we're not going to sell him? Because the Torah says you have to sell him entirely. You can't sell half of him. So, so too, unless he stole exactly the amount that he's worth, you can't sell him for half of his Geneva if he's worth less. Now, we said that when it comes to Omevriya, she's special that she can be Poida Baal Korchoi. So, Rav assumes it means against the will of her master. But Abai says, how, how exactly would we, would we be Poida her from her master? Is it that someone writes the master an IOU? How can we make him give up a jewel that he has? Right now, he has an Omevriya for a piece of paper. Physically valueless. Rather, Abayah says, we're talking about Balkarchoy of the Av, of, the, of her father. We can make her stop being an Omevriya because it ruins the family. To have an Omevriya in the family. Uh, why should that not apply by an Eved Ivri? He's also ruining the family to Pagamish Bacha. The Gemara says, we're worried by him that he might just take the money and go resell himself as another Eved, as an Eved again. Uh, why won't she do that? Well, you can't sell an Omba Avriya twice. This is all the Shita Shibshimin, says the Gemara. We learn in a Braisa, what's Shita Shibshimin? A person is allowed to sell his daughter to be married and then sell her as a Shivcha. Again to be married and again as a Shivcha. But once she's sold as a Shivcha, you can't after the Shivcha sell her to be married. But Rab Shimon says, just like you're not allowed to sell... The father's not allowed to sell his daughter as a shivcha once he gives her off to be married. He, he's machmer and says, no, the father is more limited. He's not allowed to sell his daughter as a shivcha once he sold her as a shivcha. You can't have back-to-back shivchus. That's, that's, that's what we've been saying until now. This is actually Talion HaMachlekes Tanoi. We had an abraisa with the postok of Bevigdoi Ba. What does Bevigdoi Ba mean? How does Hanukkah and Reb Shimon learn it differently? One way of reading this pasuk is once he spreads his beget, his talis over, they do yud, they get married. Then the father is no longer allowed to sell her. That's Rabbi Akiva's understanding where Rabbi Eliezer learns Bevigdoi Ba. That once he is Bogad Ba, he sold her. As a shifcha, he's no longer allowed to sell her. So there's no shifcha after shifcha. So the Machlekes boils down to Rabbi Yezer holds Yesh Eim L'Mesayra. You have to read the Pasuk as Bevigdoi. Rabbi Kiva holds Yesh Eim L'Mikra. You read it as Beged. And Rabbi Shimon holds both of them, Yesh Eim L'Mikra and L'Mesayra. So the father doesn't have the rights to do either one. So now we begin the sugya of Yud. Rabbi Baravu asks, what exactly is Yud? When the master marries the Omaivriya, is that an Arusin or an Isuin? What sort of a marriage is this? The Nafkamin would be. Does he Yairish her? Does he inherit her? Can he be Metameter if he's a Koyan? Can he be made for her in a Dharam? So the first right we try bringing to what you it is is from the Pasuk of Bivigdeba. 
Once he marries her, he's, he puts the, the beget over them, right? The way the, the Yekis do chasanas. He's no longer allowed to sell her. Mashma, he can't sell her. But he can go ahead and do Kiddushin. I, if Yud is Nisuin, which means she's fully married, then the father has no more rights with her. She, she's a married daughter. It must be that Yud is only Erisin, just engagement. Rav Nachman by Yitzchak says, you know what? Here we're talking about Kiddushin. What we're saying is that once father gives her over to someone who is going to be to take care of her as a wife, then the father is no longer allowed to sell her. But that doesn't tell us anything about Yud. So we try another Raya. We learn that the father is not allowed to sell his daughters and Amavriya to relatives since there's no possibility of Yud, that they're an Erva to her. There's, he can't sell her to them as an Amavir. But Eliezer says he can sell her to Kroivin. But everyone agrees that she can be sold to uh, an Amonata Kangadol or a Grusha Chalutata Kayin head yoit. Now, what, else, what do you mean se- se- selling his Katana daughter as an Almonata Kangadol? Can't call her an Almona because she was Maktish herself. Elamai, the father was Maktish her. I, how can he now sell his daughter as a Shivcha? Once he was Makadisher once, she was married, you're not allowed to sell her as a Shivcha. So if Amr Mavri Yitzchak explains, it wasn't a full marriage, it was just Yud, according to Rabbi Yehuda, who says that, that the first money that the, the Odin gave to buy her doesn't count towards Kedushin, so he actually gives her more money afterwards for the Kedushin money. So the father wasn't the one that sold her. It's the other now who made this Kenyan. So the father would be allowed to sell her after. Ah, uh, if Yud is a full Nisuin, when she's fully married, the father has no more rights with her. It must be that it's Averson. I what now he's gonna go ahead and sell her? You're not allowed to sell one's daughter after marrying her off. Well, it's, what are you gonna say? Her Arisin is different than her father uh, giving her over for Arisin. So the Gemara says the truth is that the Yud could be a full Nisuin. But her Nisuin is different than her father giving of, giving her over for Nisuin. We'll pick it up from here tomorrow. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.